0: Welcome everyone. This is Sports Medicine Resident Review. I'm Glenn Sapp, one of the PGY3s in PMNR. And with us we have Michael Bova from PGY1 UVA. Glad to be here. Yeah, so this is our first episode. We're gonna do a quick intro, um, you know, what this is, what format is. And so we wanted to find an easy avenue to be able to kind of get information out there but also learn ourselves, especially during this, you know, time of quarantine. Um, So we decided to put this podcast together, um, kind of going through test questions that we come up with and, you know, going through uh, answering them with some explanations.
1: Yeah, and and this is a great podcast for anybody who loves sports medicine, who might be bogged down in the daily grind of whatever rotation you're on. You really just want to get some more experience with sports medicine. I actually think this is how it came about, right, Glenn? Like we were just enjoying ourselves on a a sideline coverage of a sporting (laughs) event and we're just like, hey – we should do a, a sports medicine podcast. I think that'd be really fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure we were like sweating outside during like a cross country race that we were just covering. Um, but yeah, we're definitely excited about ways to kind of get more in, engaged and involved with sports medicine. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, with everything happening, it was just kind of the, uh, the, the kind of the motivation to get it done quicker.
1: Thank you, COVID, for making this the perfect time to start a podcast. (laughs) What else are we going to do?
0: Yeah, exactly. Silver lining. You know, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, right? That's right. That's
1: right. All
0: right. So, the format's going to be five uh, test questions. Uh, We'll give a pause after we say the answer so you can just go through and uh, take a quick moment to think about the answer choices in your head. Uh, Pop this in on your way to work, pop it in as you're going uh, to work out. And yeah. We'll go from
1: there you will be tested on this by the way we are going to send your answers to your program directors <laughs> and they will know if you got something wrong just kidding
0: so let's see this week's topic is going to be the knee
1: so starting out with question one um i'll let i'll let you take it all right thank goodness because i don't know anything yet all right so glenn the master sports medicine physician um got a 25 year old male um Reports having anterior knee pain usually happens with squatting, prolonged sitting, uh, going up and down stairs, and going up hills. Uh, What do you think the diagnosis is? Is it IT band syndrome, patellofemoral pain syndrome, posterior horn meniscal tear, or anterior cruciate ligaments injury? And you have five seconds. Mm. So, (laughs) this answer, this question to me,
0: um, Makes me sure think of something. It's gonna be like an overuse injury. They don't mention an exact acute mechanism of mechanism of injury such as trauma, uh, but this patient is having pain uh, when they're con- when they're going through different ranges of motions through the knee. So with squatting, with prolonged sitting, and you know going upstairs and hills, um, particularly with anterior knee pain, that's most likely gonna be what is known as runner's knee, patellofemoral pain syndrome. Um, and these patients, I know I've seen a few, um, uh, but textbook, they always kind of happen to describe this maybe vague anterior knee pain. Um, one of the key words I often see on some question banks will be the theater sign, which is, you know, someone sitting for a long time and once they get up, um, they're having some pain in the anterior portion. Um, so yeah,
1: I would say, uh, patellofemoral pain syndrome. Glenn, you said that with such confidence, I hate to tell you, but you are, you're right, of course you're right. All right, so as you were saying, it's an overuse injury, uh, it happens, you basically get microtrauma over and over and over again, um, and you get inflammation in the, in the synovial sacs around the patella, creates that inflammation that causes the pain. Um, so a lot of different things happen biomechanically to cause that strain, um, but you can get um Basically some kind of tracking malformation that happens at the patella, Um, that can be coming from the hip, it can be coming from the muscles of the quad. Um, Yeah, you hit on all of it. Geez, you're a genius. Um, So the other answers that we had, so IT band syndrome, um, basically what you get, you have the IT band coming from um, originating on the lateral hip, going down to Gertie's tubercle at the knee. Um, Things you want to look out for on a test would be like Aubert's test. Um, so meniscal tear and ACL injuries were other options, um, but those are usually be acute injuries. And as you saw, and as you duly pointed out, um, there was no acute injury in the question stem. Um, and usually if it's an ACL issue, you would definitely see some kind of like, major trauma um, from or after quick deacceleration, cutting, hyperextension, twisting, and you'd get swelling associated with that as well. Yeah, good job, Glenn. You're a genius. <laughs> uh,
0: we, we both are. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're also a genius as well. Oh. All right, so switching over to number two. So I'm going to pose this to you. Uh, we have a patient that presents with bilateral knee pain. Their training just began for a half marathon recently, but it was limited by this knee pain. The patient reported anterior knee pain and described it as beneath the kneecap. This kind of sounds familiar. Uh, the pain is worse when arising from, uh, from a prolonged sitting position. Which physical examination finding might be expected? And so the answer choices are uh, pes cavus, strong hip abductors. Flexible IT band, or tight quadriceps muscles.
1: Okay, so this person just started doing half marathon training. Um, The pain is all underneath the kneecap, Um, usually after prolonged sitting. Honestly, I don't have as much experience as you do, Glenn, but I'm going to say tight quadricep muscle. And the reason I think that is you just started training. You're probably not up to snuff quite yet. Um, tight training of, or I'm sorry, tight quadricep muscles, I know can pull that kneecap down and create like micro tears along the patello groove. Um, so I'm thinking that that's the answer.
0: Yep. Yep, exactly. Woo. Um, let's see, PES cavus was one of the answer choices that was incorrect, and this is actually because it's the opposite, you're going to see typically a patient with PES planus, and that's because when uh, a patient has a drop in their arch, that causes a internal rotation as compensation um, of the tibia or the femur, and so that's going to upset the patellofemoral mechanism there. So, PES cavus was incorrect. Uh, next answer choice was strong hip abductors. and that would be incorrect just because um, unless they were so strong that they produced um, a, a very large imbalance of the muscles, typically the answer choices should be a weak um, weak muscles. And then lastly, uh, the answer choice flexible IT band uh, was incorrect because it'd be the opposite. It'd be someone with a tight or a stiff IT band that would cause a imbalance. Uh, probably pulling uh, that patella a little bit more lateral than expected. Um, And so, yep, eh, you're correct.
1: Thank goodness I didn't lose my training license. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next question. So we got a 12-year-old baseball player. He had a twisting valgus deviation of his right knee during play. Got an MRI that showed edema at the inframedial patella and at the right lateral femoral condyle with ruptured fibers at the medial patellofemoral ligament. What is the most likely diagnosis based on these MRI findings? Is it ACL injury, patellar dislocation, medial retinaculum disruption, or meniscal tear?
0: So this question, to me, um, it makes me think of, yeah, some patients seen before. um, And I like it because it's, to me, kind of emphasizes the anatomy and the mechanisms of injury. So if I see someone that has a injury on the ender surface of the patella on the medial portion, and then they're also having a injury to the lateral condyle, that to me kind of screams out patella dislocation. Um, just because the mechanism injury, you can kind of actually just proves itself. Um, that's, you know, with the image findings.
1: You are right. It was patellar dislocation. Um, and you went through everything that I hope I would go through if I was in the same position. And um, the explanation that you gave is perfect. Um, again, if you had an ACL injury, um, hopefully they would tell you something about Rapid swelling around the ACL, um, but given that they gave you all of these femoral condyle findings and um, ligamentous uh, ruptures at the patellofemoral ligament, um, yeah, makes sense that it was a patellof- dislocation. Great job, Glenn. I'm glad I can be here with you. <laughs> Let's see. All right.
0: Next question um, that we have. So number four. Which of the following is a knee-posterior-lateral corner component? Is it anterior cruciate ligament? Is it the posterior cruciate ligament? Popliteus tendon? Or the semitendinous?
1: So, I don't think it's semitendinous. Ligum, or tendon because that's on the medial side mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's PCL or ACL because if those were categorized as a posterior lateral corner compartment they would make no sense anatomically and I know that the popliteus tendon is posterior lateral along the knee so I'm going to say that it's popliteus tendon
0: yep exactly <laughs> hit it on the head um. So yep. Uh, the posterior lateral corner is made out of uh, a few different tendons, uh, ligaments. You got the LCL. You got popliteus, and the popliteus is going to be going from that lateral portion of the epicondyle to that posterior tibia. Tibia. Um, other tendons, ligaments that make up the posterior lateral corner are biceps femoris, lateral head of the gastrocnemius lateral meniscus, and the posterior lateral joint capsule. So, yep. All right.
1: And going to our last one. All right. Last question. we got a 23-year-old college football player presents to you with a complaint of right knee pain after planting his foot to cutting left in an, an, in an attempt to avoid a tackle. And On exam, you note limited weight-bearing on ambulation, swelling, decreased range of motion, a positive Bellotman test, and a negative Lachman's test. Which ligament is most likely injured? Is the medial collateral, posterior cruciate, anterior cruciate, or the lateral collateral? You have five seconds.
0: <laughs> All right. So... This question kind of screams the opposite of some of the first questions that we looked at, you know, some of the overused questions. This one, they actually mentioned a mechanism of injury, um, and they mentioned the subsequent findings on, you know, on the exam that are pretty pertinent. So given that, you know, we have you know athlete um, who was actually cutting um, during his injury to avoid the tackle, um, and then given that he had pretty bad swelling, um looks like you know maybe enough to uh, cause that decreased range of motion the positive uh the blotment test um definitely signifies that there's an infusion going on maybe a hemarthrosis um going on so this is something that's going to be definitely deep in the knee um something deeper than uh, the MCL LCL um and so yeah it, what's interesting is the negative lockman's test um was negative But, you know, we know no test is 100% um, specific or sensitive. Uh, So given all the findings here on the question stem, it sounds like an ACL injury.
1: You got it. Man, great job. Yeah, that Lachman test, the negative Lachman test, threw me for a loop when I saw that. Um, Because I would always think, you know... They're going to be nice on question stems. They're going to give you all of the findings that you would um, you would classically expect, but I guess there's something with the chronicity, like acute versus chronic, or the time delay between the onset mm-hmm. of the injury, where you would see a positive versus a negative Lockmans. Does that sound about right? Yep,
0: yep, that does. Yeah, good point.
1: All right, well, we got five out of five. Yes. Do you think our listeners got five out of five? Absolutely. Absolutely listen if if we're here and we got these right no doubt you guys were getting them right as well
0: alright well that seems to conclude this first episode we really appreciate everyone in the audience for listening we're going to continue to you know make these reviews um, and you know we'll figure out a a time schedule and you know you can find it right here on the podcast app that you're listening to once again this is Glenn
1: this is Michael
0: I hope you guys have a great day um, and join us next time
1: see ya